0: news doesn't even cover okay this speech is amazing it's absolutely awesome i'm gonna play in about a second okay ready you guys are effed up xfdny captain delivers a powerful and furious speech against the c word mandates at nyc council meeting must watch former FDNY fire captain brendan fogarty who lost his job due to unlawful mandates, spoke out strongly against the mandates in New York during a council meeting on Friday. Brandon spent 20 years, 20 years, working for the New York City Fire Department, rising through the ranks to become a captain. I'm going to just play. I'm not going to read the quotes, but essential. Uh, we, we praise these people. these These are real heroes. These are the real heroes of society. Back when 9-11 happened, These were the people that united us. These are the people that risked their lives. And a lot of them gave their lives, literally died to save other people's lives. That's a hero. These are real heroes, especially of all places in New York City. And now they lose their job because they don't want to put something in their body. I don't care what you think about that. Get the emotions out of this conversation for like three seconds. This is a firefighter who has rose to the ranks for 20 years of hard work, has a family, a wife and kids, and you're okay with him losing his job because he doesn't want to, because he's practicing my body, my choice? Really? That seems quite hypocritical if that's the case. Because we know the facts of not stopping the spread, all that stuff, not even banned from YouTube anymore. Those are things you could say. So think about that. If you are celebrating that, That is messed up. I really don't know if you feel that way or not, but you might want to at least listen to this and then make, then you can reevaluate. You know what? Then you can reevaluate. So why don't we go deep breath? And then we're going to play this because this speech is amazing. It's on YouTube now. This just happened yesterday on 9-11. It is 9-12. And we like to never forget. We like to remember the heroes who in our book on the Jonathan Cogan show, are heroes now? They were heroes then. They are heroes always, and we want them to be employed because we want people to run through burning fires to save little kids and other things. And if they don't want to put something in their body, I really don't care. I don't care. Don't do it. Whatever, you know, like whatever. Okay, he could have a tattoo of of a team I don't like, like the Steelers. I don't care. I don't care. As long as he does good work and is willing to go in the buildings and save lives, God bless his soul. You got the job. You're hired. You're fired. No, you're hired. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. This is on 9-9, actually, 9-9-2022. This just happened. So this is a committees on Oversight and Investigations and in Civil Service and Labor. Take a listen to this. This is really, really moving. And then we're going to get into some other stuff. So, again, the news that the news is not covering and what you need to hear. Two minutes, 42 seconds. Never forget. Here we go.
1: Go ahead, sir. Hello everyone, my name is Brendan Fogarty, I was a captain for the New York City Fire Department. I served for 20 years and uh, I went from being essential to being disposable from the mandates. And uh, my religious exemption was denied and I received those threats of termination and I retired. I would love to go back to my job. I normally get nervous when I speak in, front of, in places like this, and I always say this prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. We're going to be on the right side of history. The people who are against us are against civil rights and religious freedom. We deserve to have our jobs back. I could fill this... This, this crisis you have of people who can't figure out how to, how to close this gap, get rid of the mandate, okay? We'll get our jobs back. That'll, that'll narrow the gap. Get rid of the mandate so you can attract more people who actually have values in their lives and will come and work in this city, okay? I never took this job to be rich. I took it to be secure, okay? I knew I wouldn't get rich, but I... I was told it was a secure job. I have four children and a wife. And then they say, it's over. I would have been better off becoming a Met or a Yankee. But I gave up that dream in fourth grade. All right? Fifth grade MVP right here. Good Shepherd Little League. All right? I had a shot. Not anymore. Okay? I gave my best years to this city. 20 years from 21 to 41. And then they take it away at the peak of my earning career. I made it to captain. I went through that process. You should, you should be ashamed of yourselves. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Eric Adams is going to be on the wrong side of history. The people who looked by it—the same people who thought slavery was okay—the same people much. who thought segregation, at Shea Stadium was okay. Thank you. Thank you okay, you segregators. I was allowed to work in okay. this city, but I wasn't allowed to eat in a restaurant Thank in this city. You. Thank you very much. I was allowed to work through the pandemic. But I wasn't allowed to eat in a restaurant. Okay, I could you. wear the uniform, go to a burning building, okay. but not eat here. Thank you. What's wrong with you people? Trust the science, thank you
0: you. The oh man, okay. I don't know how you can't get emotional over that. Oh my god, I'm trying to keep it together here. This is crazy. That is that. His name is Joe. Oh no, it's not. It says Joe, but his name is Brandon. I don't know why it says Joe. Whatever, doesn't matter. Maybe there's a reason for that, and I don't get it. But damn. Let's put our shit aside for a minute. My God. I just want to know, do people really disagree with him? Do you disagree with him? Like, I'm starting to really think this whole narrative of people being angry over what this gentleman just said is completely manufactured and fake. Because all the hatred on the internet that we see all the time on Twitter and social media. But then you go out in the real world, like the real world where you talk with other human beings, like face-to-face, you know, like back in the old days. Like you go to a grocery store, you go to a store, you go to a local restaurant because you don't want to go to the chains and support the big businesses. And everybody, race, gender, sex, it doesn't matter what you are, everybody gets along. It doesn't matter your profession. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter your beliefs. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Here, let me get the door for you. Nobody is screaming at each other because of like pronouns and stuff. This is wild. And something I, I like that is so moving. And does anyone disagree with him? I have to know. I'm super curious because I don't know how you could disagree. The guy can run in burning buildings to save children, but can't eat at a restaurant in New York City. And man, maybe it's the music they played in that. I don't know, but he's right. He's right. Eric Adams, they're going to be on the wrong side of history. Why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? But here's what's happening. Because of people like you and people like this podcast, which, by the way, if you haven't subscribed to the Jonathan Cogan Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, please subscribe, please share. We are one of the most censored podcasts on the internet, but we're still breaking through. We're top 50 in the Netherlands. We're top 50 in Denmark. We're top 50 in the Switzerland. I don't know why I said the Switzerland. I meant Switzerland. So, all you people out there, amazing, share it with one person, and that ripple effect will blast through the internet, and we will come out the other side on the right side of history. Why do people want to leverage these short term narratives that are incorrect to try and raise their status when all this truth is now coming out and it's going to definitely be out in the next year, like for sure? And then their whole reputation is tarnished. That many people want to grab the low-hanging fruit that think that their status is going to be high up there forever when the truth is it's only going to be up there for, like, three years. For, like, three years. Like, anybody in the mainstream news that you've watched, you don't watch them anymore. If they created their own Patreon, by the way, I might start ads on this so I can, like, support myself doing this. But to not do that, if you can go to the the Patreon, which is in the description, or patreon.com backslash I'll change this, but ownership economy, and you want to give five bucks, that'd be awesome. If not, and you just want to listen for free, listen for free, baby. That's what we're here for. Um, But that would, I really appreciate it. But seriously, if they started, if if Brian Stelter created his own Patreon, that dude's going to get no paid subscribers. He's a liar. They're liars. There's nothing. I don't know how, I don't, we don't sugarcoat on this podcast. We're, We're just honest. We call it as it is. And apparently there's a lot of people. I think, I don't think it's a silent majority. I think it's like more like a silent everybody. I really do. I think this, okay, silent majority, yes. I think the silent majority isn't 60%. I think this shit's like 90%. Okay. I don't really meet people who disagree with stuff we say for on this podcast, but if you do disagree, then you are the last person I want to censor because I want to learn from you. I want to discuss with you. I want to have debates with you. I want to understand why you think the way you do. And let's talk it out and then. Let's go get a coffee, man. Let's go get some hard boiled eggs. Let's maybe get some chicken breast. I don't know. Maybe a chicken leg, chicken thigh, whatever dark chicken, light chicken. We don't care. I don't care. Everybody wants to be left alone. Everybody wants the powers that be out of their life. We want people to have jobs. We want, we definitely want public service people to have jobs. We want Brandon to run into burning buildings because Jonathan Kogan doesn't run into burning buildings. Why I'm talking to third person, I don't know. Not the point. The point is, give that man his job back. But this is what I was getting into. The narrative, because of people like you, is changing. And the right side of history is surfacing. Like coming above the water and popping out. Like an iceberg when the Titanic was approaching. That's what's happening here. And you want to know how that's happening? It's from this next clip. That horrible, terrible totalitarian leader in New Zealand has officially come out, who was one of the most totalitarian leaders in this world. She's a young leader of the World Economic Forum. She's pretty dictator-like as as Justin Trudeau. She is dictator-like as Justin Trudeau. This came out today. She now, she says, you, the, the you know, the people who don't get the, uh, the jab should be like, you know, basically, I mean, she didn't say this, but put into camps, that's what's really happening. What's happening. People don't understand this in Nazi Germany. What you remember is, oh, concentration camps. It didn't start with concentration camps. It ended with concentration camps. It started eight years before when they took a little bit more rights. They took a little bit more. They stirred up some civil unrest. Everything you're seeing today, just different. Now it's more digital. But now this totalitarian leader, quote unquote leader, who is part of the World Economic Forum, which we all know, we talk about this all the time on this podcast, is evil beyond evil. And a lot of people think what's going on in this world right now is literally on a spiritual level of good versus evil. I don't even know how you can argue that. I think maybe that is what it is. I'm not a religious man, but that's okay. Because everyone can be whatever they want to be. Okay? It's so interesting, too. The same people who talk about diversity and everyone being different and accepted also kind of want everyone to be the same. Right? Like, like everyone needs to believe these same things. But everyone should be diverse. But everyone should be the same. But everyone should be whatever. It's like, my body, my choice for this, but not for that. It's almost like these extreme opposites. It's so wild. It's bananas. It's almost like, I love bananas. And the response is, what, you hate apples? Like, what? Why is that the response? No, 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 no. Or like, like oh, you know, you don't like, or, or I really like baseball. Oh, so you hate basketball. Why do people default to that response? My girlfriend does that to me, and I don't understand it. Like you could say, especially when it comes to politics, especially when it comes to politics, because people don't understand. I don't like either party. I don't even like the independent party. If that's even a party, this is an apolitical movement for freedom, for courageous people who tell the truth, who want to have debates, who want to engage in difficult discussions in search for the truth, which is very different than what the elites want, because you've all a Harari. The top advisor to Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum, and I've mentioned this on this podcast before, this is important, says that science is not about the search for the truth and the facts. No, you thought that's what it was, but you're an idiot. But you know you're an idiot by now. They've, they've convinced you you're an idiot. No, he said science is about power. That's the powers that be. They say science is about power. They knew people would give in to, if, if you said things are backed by science, if you believe Anthony Fauci is science, well, then you'll let them take all your freedoms away or privileges. I should say they're not even freedoms, right? But it still amazes me to this day, after what everyone knows went on these past couple of years, it's amazing how powerful, and I hate saying this, but the mainstream, it's not really mainstream, but I guess it is because how powerful the mainstream media is. Even though people know they're lying, they still pick and choose the things they want to buy into it's like a hundred percent lies, but you choose to buy into the twenty percent you like because you want to, but you know it's not true, but you want to they still they still nav they still help navigate the masses until we totally decouple ourselves from the mainstream media i don't know how we get to like I don't know. What's the op- opposite of civil, civil unrest? Is it civil rest? Uh, how we get to civil rest? How we get to just everyone just getting along and the hatred getting out of The real hatred. There is hatred. Not the bots. The hatred. Which I believe is like in the single digits of percentages. But if you're on Twitter and stuff, it would, off, it would seem like it's the majority of people. But uh, that's manufactured. I don't buy it. Because I don't see it in real life. What I see on the internet doesn't map to real life. Let me play this clip from the totalitarian leader of, uh, in New Zealand. She was so, she was she was a dictator. She is a dictator, but now she's saying this. And why is she saying this? That's the real question. Why are they saying these things now? Here we go. Take a listen.
2: People use masks for their own individual reasons. They may personally be vulnerable. They may have events they want to make sure they're not unwell for. They may not have had COVID-19. We all just need to respect everyone's individual
0: decisions. People will use masks. So these people truly, truly, like authentically believe that you are a moron. They think you cannot remember anything that happened over 90 days ago. She said the polar opposite of what she just said. And she said the sea word And so now we're definitely going to get censored. And we tried not to. So please share this with at least one person. Share it with somebody in a different country. Let's get every country on here. Let's take this movement to the top. We are taking over the political conversation with a political people, people who simply want freedoms, who want to be left alone, want to be in their communities, want to be nice to one another and don't want polarization that is being imposed on us by the mainstream media and the powers that be through public institutions, private institutions, um, the public private partnerships, Klaus Schwab talks about, which, by the way, like. The convergence of corporations and government. That that's what really fascism is, but we're not going to get into terminology. But that's technically what fascism is fascism is. Okay. But everything's coming. Why? We want to understand the whys. We want to understand the nuance on this podcast. Why are they doing this? They're clearly getting ahead of themselves because they know stuff is coming out. Stuff is coming out because they can't handle the truth. No, I'm kidding. I had to say that. No, they can't stop the truth. They can't stop us. They can't stop you. They can't stop me. Because when we join together for a good cause, we are a force multiplier. Right? 50 people together working towards a common goal is way more powerful than 5,000 people working independently. I mean, think about that. So if we can connect to each other on this internet through something like this podcast and share these principles and values of being kind to one another, of respecting each other's freedoms, of being okay with different religious beliefs, with different beliefs in general. If we could connect to each other all over the world, we're going to build this movement to the next level. And I'm sure that's what you and everyone wants, but we just don't know how to get there. Well, I'll tell you this. This is how you start. This is how you start. And I promised I'm not going to back down from this. They can't censor us completely. They can't. Because there's too many of us that feel this way. And now there's powerful people that are speaking out and joining this fight with us. So I want to go back to that speech that I thought was very touching by Brendan. He said. I was a captain for the New York city fire department. I served for 20 years and I went from being essential to being disposable from the mandates, especially if you're American. But if you're anywhere where you, where you respect public service, firefighters and policemen who keep you safe because 90% of them are good. Sure. Some are bad, but what the mainstream media does is they magnify the bad ones that align with the narrative they want to get across which is they want to reinstate racism. They're trying to propel racism. They're trying to bring it back. They're trying to bring segregation back. It started with the people who got the jab and who didn't get the jab. But now people are coming together and be like, you know what? I even saw today on a a video. I think it was an Instagram video. A guy who was jabbed was like, to all the people who aren't, I am so sorry. And then a girl responded to that with a video with him. And she's like, I lost friends. I lost family because I didn't do it. And she goes, I probably will never get an apology from them, and I'm trying not to cry. And then she starts crying. Pretty much every time you say you're not going to cry, you cry, but whatever. Um, and she's like, I really appreciate it. Thank you. And it was really touching. In fact, I should play it. I should play it. And we might find it in real time and play it. That's what we're going to do. But let me continue with this quote. And my religious exemption was denied, which, by the way, from the whistleblower documents I've gotten from the Army or the Air Force, Um, And then what I've also seen in other uh, military, whatever you call it, different military, the army, the Navy, all that stuff. Basically every exemption was denied. Every exemption that's never happened ever in history like this, like in modern history. And he said, and I received those threats of termination and I retired. I would love to go back to my job. This guy wants to go back to running into burning buildings to save people and there's really somebody saying we should deny that person, A, I can't believe you can even find those people that exist. Like I said, I wouldn't do that. So that's amazing, okay? And then B, someone's offering to run into burning buildings, and you think it's a good idea to say, no, we're good, we'd rather have a shortage. (laughs) What? Like, that couldn't be more clear that there's an agenda that makes absolutely no sense. If someone wants to be part of our community, And wants to volunteer to run into buildings that are inflamed to save other humans. And we don't have to pay $9 million a day for that person to work. Come to the community. In fact, we'll take 50 of you. No, we'll take 5 million of you. We'll take all of you. We'll we'll have a monopoly on firefighters. Something else is at play here. This is much deeper. Much deeper. Because the right side of history is saving people's lives. And if you go against that, because someone is practicing my body, my choice, which the people that are in power that are telling him he can't work are the people that are obsessed with my body, my choice. And they're saying, no, you don't have it in this instance on September 12, 2022, with all the facts that we do know you're psychotic, you're a sociopath, or you have an agenda. And I believe there's a smart people and I believe they have an agenda. Let me continue. Quote, I gave my best years to the city, 20 years from 21 to 41, and then they take it away. At the peak of my earning career, I made it to captain. I went through that process. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Well, if anyone knows this Brendan guy, first of all, A, we'll have him on the podcast and B, he's right. The man is right. This man is right. And then he goes on to say, we're going to be on the right side of history. The people who are against us are against civil rights and religious freedom. Eric Adams is going to be on the wrong side of history. And then to say, sorry, got the hold on." And then to say, I was allowed to work in the city, but I wasn't allowed to eat in a restaurant in the city. I was allowed to work through the pandemic, but I wasn't allowed to eat in a restaurant. These are the people. On 9-11, the day that we will never forget, these are the heroes that we stood for, that we praise for decades forever to this day, and now they're disposable? Uh-uh. No. We don't buy any of that BS on this podcast. We treat them the same way as we did 21 years ago. They're still heroes in our heart. They're still heroes in my heart. Why can't more people speak up for these people? They need us feel like I'm alone on an island here when everybody should be on this island just like the people who are okay with censoring other people don't they know that eventually they're going to be on the edge of the island and then they will be they'll be totally kicked off the internet like do you think it just it it starts with the most extreme person like okay I get it I get it then it creeps up you're like oh you know I don't know that person whatever then it's people that you know and then it's you and then it's you That's how this works. That's the game. There's malice behind this. There's bad intentions. And the same people who told you that people who don't get the jab should be, you know, not allowed to do anything are now saying respect everybody's individual rights. They think you're stupid. They seriously think you're so dumb. But you're not. And that's why this podcast is blowing up because I know people aren't stupid. I actually think on average, they're actually really smart. And in terms of like reading humans of like, who's telling the truth, who's good, who's bad, who's doing something that's not trustworthy. I think people are overwhelmingly good at understanding those things. People, humans innately know how to read other humans, not everyone, but the common person, they know when someone's lying. You know, when someone is lying and you know, when someone's a good person and that's why the Jonathan Cogan show, which you have, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe, I hate asking, but I have to ask because we're censored, please. And go on the Patreon Patreon, It's in the, it's in the podcast notes. Give a donation. It would make my world. If I ever see, if I see a $5 donation, it's going to make my day. So there is another speech here, um, of, of a police officer, um, So he says, I was a police officer. I had the privilege to join this department. I was forced to take it or get terminated. I chose to get terminated because I didn't do anything wrong. Mr. Mayor, tear down this mandate. Police officer Marhel Kola was terminated by Eric Adams. Do you want to hear that one? You do? Now, this one isn't as emotional and deep as the one we just heard. That guy was good. And by the way. We yes, he said he he gave up his dream on on the Mets and you know gave up like playing for the some professional baseball team because he was a fifth grade MVP. We're we're honest on this podcast, so we're I always tell it to you straight. That's great, man, but usually MVPs in college don't even make it to the league, to any league. Okay, you were probably good in fifth grade, but I don't care what you chose. You could have chose to become a professional baseball player. You weren't gonna be one, dog. But we got your back, no matter what, and we want you to get your job back you probably weren't going to be a, a, a professional baseball player. You see, we can agree with some things in the same speech and disagree with other things. That's okay. It's good. It's healthy. It's better for the people. And if you're about the people, these are the conversations we need to have. If you're about Bill Gates, well, just, just, Oh Oh man. Oh man. You know what? At the end of this, I'm going to play Bill Gates' most – he calls it Gates Notes. That's his thing, and he puts out videos. The one he just put out is really going to make you poop your pants. Like, really. I'll play it at the end here. Let me play this video. It's only a minute long. Police officer also speaking out because he doesn't have a job. But what are we going to do? We have a labor shortage, a labor shortage with public service, with, with firefighters in, in New York City. We can't find any. How do we solve this? I don't know. Eric, what do you think? I can't think of anything. Well, have you terminated anyone recently? Yeah, we terminated thousands of people. Well, what about giving them their jobs back? Oh my God. I never thought of that. That is so smart. That's a heroic thought. Give these people their jobs back it's better for everybody across the board it's better for everybody it's better for the city it's better for the workers it's better for the citizens it's better for the illegal immigrants it's better for the immigrants it's better for white people better for black people better for women better for men better for able body disabled body whatever it's better for the ants it's better for the cockroaches it's better for the infrastructure Build back better. <laughs> it is. It's better for all of that. Come on. Why can't we just be honest here? What's up with everyone's deal of lying? It's getting old. It's getting really old, and it's annoying. Like, just tell the truth. It's so much easier. Otherwise, you gotta like my grandpa said. Once you tell a lie, you gotta remember the next lie to cover up the previous lie. Then you can do a spider web, and then it goes out of control. You need to be really, really smart if you're a liar. And the thing is that all these liars, I don't think they're that smart to do that to be a successful liar. They are depending on you being dumb and you buying into the mainstream media and therefore forgetting the past and believing whatever new thing it is and them just erasing your mind and then prepping you for the next thing. Like how they're prepping you right now. Violence, violence. from the If you're in the US, it's the Republicans, the MAGA, violence, violence. There's violence, violence. Why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? Probably because like we predict on this podcast, we predict that the deep state potentially going to assassinate Biden and then blame it on MAGA. That's what we predict on this. It awfully seems like they're priming you. It really does. I know how crazy this sounds, but it seems like they're priming you for violence against with uh, violence from MAGA so that when it happens, it's like no big, like, Oh, you expected that. That's what it looks like to me. And so far, look at all the previous podcasts. I haven't been wrong yet. Some stuff is still out to, you know, if it's true or false yet, we don't know. But I haven't been wrong. And that's what it seems to me like they're doing. They're priming you for a violent act. And I think Biden's really sick. I think he has dementia. And listen, this isn't about going against Democrats. This is nothing about that. I'm just talking objectively of the human being. He's old as shit. He, he, he just read on the teleprompter for the second time, end of quote. It's just not a good sign. And I think that they've used. I mean, he literally just celebrated like two days ago. Like, we beat pharma this year. We beat pharma. You beat pharma. They just had the most successful year of all time. They made like a hundred billion dollars off these things. You didn't beat pharma. Like, what, are are people really dumb? No, you're not dumb. You know, it's hilarious, and we can make fun of that. So let me play this um, again. This is a um, police officer who was terminated. And it says terminated by, and it tagged NYC mayor, which is Eric Adams. Here we go.
2: It's Mario Cola. Uh, I was a police officer. I had the privilege to join this department, the New York City Police Department in 2018, and also was granted a religious accommodation because I keep the biblical Sabbath, which is Friday sunset to Saturday sunset, uh, Unfortunately, when this mandate came out, I was forced or I was told, oh, take it or you get terminated. I choose to get terminated because I didn't do anything wrong to resign. And, 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 uh, and uh, I believe in normal, uh, I believe in, uh, I believe in uh, that we should have a choice uh, every single day. We were doing the riots every single day without complaining, none of us. And even now, there are police officers in transit that are exhausted because they are working 12 hours a day and with sometimes with no days off because of a shortage. So I'm here to say, bring us back, end these mandates. I want to tell to Mr. Mayor, tear down this mandate now. Thank you.
0: I mean... Do we say that we really praise these people and respect them? Or is that just like virtue signaling? Like is it honest or are we virtue signaling that we like our police officers and our firefighters, especially in New York? Are they heroes? Or are they disposable? It's like you're telling us you're telling us one thing and then through your actions you're doing another. Right? Just like we just went through with the Safe Tea Act in Illinois, where second degree murder Drug-induced homicide, released without bail, January 2023. What's going on? Do we really respect these police officers and these firefighters? We not, do we want them not to be safe? What about the citizens? What about people who are in a burning building? What about people who are in danger and need them to come out? Are you saying you hate us, the people? Your actions are showing that you hate us. In fact, everything that you have done, and I mean the gov, Have done in the past three years pretty much everything. Seems like you hate our guts. We the people. And I don't understand why. What did we do that was so bad that you hate us? We'd like to be protected for real, for real. Like protected with good police officers, like someone who worked his way from 21 to 41 years old and became captain and gave up his little league dream of going to the Mets, which he would never have done. We're very clear about that, but he's good at his job of being a firefighter, and I can't imagine it's easy in 2022 when people literally sit on their ass, eat potato chips, don't move muscles. Their muscles go into atrophy. They weigh 485 pounds, and then they look on the cover of Calvin Klein, and it looks like them. And it's like, oh, you're healthy, but those people would never run into a burning building. We are so spoiled as humans. In fact, if you spend over one hour a day on social media, you are beyond spoiled, not only in today's world, but in all of history. That's ridiculous because back in the day, like men had to like work and hunt food till they died. Otherwise, their kids and wife wouldn't eat. Okay. Now, a lot of us don't need to go into burning buildings, but this guy's willing to do that. This guy's willing to be a police officer in New York City. Sure, that's pretty, that's wild, okay? There can't be that many people when you can literally just sit and eat potato chips and consume media and get brainwashed and, I don't know, live at home and do nothing where someone's volunteering to put their life in danger for others and we're having a discussion if they should have that job or not. What did, and when I say we, I mean like the normal civilians. What the hell did we do that pissed you guys off so much that you are trying to destroy our lives? And I'm talking everybody in the country. This isn't good for anybody. This is beyond stupid. This is like next level. And then you got other countries like The Netherlands and everywhere else, but the Netherlands with the farmers, because we got a lot of listeners in the Netherlands. Thank you very much. Share with the other Netherlands people, whatever the Dutch, the Dutch, you guys are very tall, by the way. I don't know why you're so tall, but you guys are very tall. You guys are very smart too. And I heard your country's beautiful, by the way, but like they're trying to make the farmers be the bad guys. No one's buying that. They literally feed us. They're the second largest exporter of, of agriculture, of food. And you got the global elite trying to take their farms away where they have to take time out of their day to protest, to keep their freedom, and to keep their damn land where they can't be working because they are protesting. So therefore, that probably affects the crop yield. Again, that isn't good for anybody. Unless you are someone who has a diabolical agenda that wants control over all of humanity for some reason? And you have a way to have food at all times and enough money to always pay for your 100x energy bills, and it doesn't bother you. You know, for example, Bill Gates and those schmucks at the World Economic Forum leave the farmers alone, let the civilians be protected by incredible. People like that guy, Brandon, who's willing to run into burning buildings, cops, and everybody else that's just minding their own business, who's been having a great living until you started to step on our shit, we're sick of it. Get out. And if you don't get out, we are going to build around you. And that's what's going on right now. That's the decentralization and the decentralized world we're going into because we have to build around them because they can't stop trying to get more power and more control. They can't help themselves. They really can't. And it's disgusting. It's wrong. And, you know, if you have morals, if you have principles, like he mentioned, having core principles, principles don't change. Or, I mean, you can change it, but it doesn't, like based on the moment, you don't just say you have principles for this and not principles. No, principles are supposed to be constant. And a lot of people, gave up those principles to either gain fame, to, you know, be part of a mob, to take advantage of the moment the past three years. Therefore, you don't have principles if you did that. Because principles don't waver. They are your truth. They are more powerful. You don't break those. But it seems like an awful lot of people sold their soul for short-term something short-term fame, short-term money. And now you realize you're going to be on the wrong side of history. And we're sorry about that. We really are. You can always come on the Jonathan Cogan show. You can always subscribe. You can always donate on Patreon. We'll always allow you to have a voice, but your audience is going to be gone. Sure. Can you rebuild that back, can you gain the people's trust? Of course you can. And you should try doing that. Don't double down on the negativity and wrongdoings. No, make a 180. Start rebuilding your brand. The people who are doubling down are so dumb. That is not even short-sighted. It's stupid. It makes no sense. By the way, I have to play this clip. I just mentioned it about Biden saying that We beat Big Pharma. It's nine seconds. I have to play this because he really said it. If you haven't seen it, you got to know this because this is amazing. The biggest year of all time. And he said this about Big Pharma.
1: We beat Pharma this year. We beat Pharma this year. And it mattered. We're going to change people's lives.
0: (laughs) They think you are beyond dumb. The best year Pharma has ever had in the history of Pharma. He goes, we beat beat Pharma, and it matters. But there's something that he doesn't know that I do know. You're not dumb. You're not dumb. It's really that simple. Give people these jobs back. These politicians who are lying and are super political, need to be taken over by an apolitical movement. <clears throat> Share this with somebody. And let's take our world back. More people need to have courage. Because when you start seeing people who are courageous, you realize that that is actually more contagious than fear. Fear is pretty powerful. Look at what happened over the past couple of years. But courage is more contagious. And I got that from the other podcaster. Great man, great man. We need good men, good women, good everything. Leave the farmers alone. Leave the children alone. I have to repeat this over and over again. And it's really annoying because either it's not registering or there's this like evil plan that's that's going on here. And it's crazy. It's really crazy. And I want to live in a good world. I want my kids to have a great world. I want your kids, if you have them, to have a great world. and All young people. And we just can't stand for this anymore. And we can't stand for this anymore. So I forgot what else I was going to play, if I was going to play anything. But like I said, the topic, that's all I was going to play, was never forget. It was never forget. So never forget the heroes on 9-11 that are still heroes today that are not being treated like heroes. Let's change that. We need to reverse course and remember where we came from. Never forget the people who basically treated you like shit over the past few years when now they're saying respect everybody. Give them time to be honest and and rebuild their reputation. But don't forget you could forgive. Sure. That's great. You should. Over time, once they prove themselves and gain your trust back. But that needs to take hard work. It was so quick to hate and, and push an agenda that hurt humanity where the first time they say, respect everybody with a fake smile, you're not just automatically forgiven. You lied to us for three years. It's going to take at least three years to get our trust back. That's for all the people in power. But I believe the common everyday human of the world is done with those people. You're never going to trust them again and that's okay if that's the case. I think you should give them a chance but probably don't vote them back in. And I think that people have already made up their minds on that. You got you see these movements, these populist movements all over the world. Sweden, Canada, obviously the US, everywhere. Because our governments turned against us for whatever reason. And the The problem for them is it's our world. It's the peasants' world. And once we get it this time, it's over. We're going to reset everything. This is going to be the great reset by the peasants. Not by Klaus Schwab. Not by the WEF. By the peasants. For the peasants. FUBU. No, not FUBU. But, you know, for us, by us. For the peasants, by the peasants. It's kind of funny. So basically everything that we're told in the mainstream is to back a narrative that is not even true, but yet it still grabs the minds of so many people and dictates the, the narrative of the earth, even though people know it's untrue. Although I think they are losing their grip comp- completely because of podcasts like this and other truth tellers out there. You see more people coming out, speaking up, having courage, which is great. We need more and more people on this battlefield. But to really understand what's going on here, there's a lot of things converging. We talk about it on all the different podcasts. But to really get to the crux of it, I'll end on this is we are in the fourth turning. We are in the fourth turning. And this throughout history, there's always been this cycle that happens the first turning, the second, the third. There's a book called The Fourth Turning. And the fourth turning looks like it's gonna happen. it's gonna be going on until you know the early 2030s. 2031, 32. That's a long time. So we haven't even peaked with all this bizarre, horrible stuff. The violence, the revolution. There's going to be a revolution. What side of history do you want to be on? The good side or the bad side? It's really simple. I'm not talking about fighting. I'm talking about just being good to each other. Treating people like you want to be treated. Remember that? Regardless of their religious beliefs or beliefs in general. Respect all human beings. Respect everybody, no matter what their pronouns are, what their gender is, what their race is. It doesn't matter because guess what? At our core, we are all human beings. So therefore, we are all special. It is so basic and people are losing grip of that. I don't know what the reason is, but it's really that basic. Do you disagree with that? I would find it really hard to imagine that you disagree with that to respect everyone, to be nice to everyone, to give a platform to the people you disagree with the most, that humans can handle information. They can handle false information. Well, all they do is shove false information down throw throats in the mainstream media, so clearly people can handle it. But people can handle the big, bad information. People can separate what they want to believe and don't want to believe. We don't need to be protected from the information. I don't want to be protected from the information. Do you? I don't think you do either. So please help me help these people get their jobs back to give them a voice to make them louder. They need us. This ex-FDNY fire department in New York, captain, these people need us. If if you were in New York and your building was burning down, you would need him. So now in times like this, They need us. That's how it works. That's why your human network is more important now than ever. We are in a time in the fourth turning when the most important asset you can have are real relationships, real human connections. Start getting close with your family, getting close with friends again, people who you might not be on good terms with communities, local businesses, start building authentic, real relationships with these people who have different trades, different skills. Different beliefs that come from all different backgrounds build it up because it's never been more important. That is the number one thing you can do in a fourth turning, and we're in it. We've been in it, and you know things are bizarre. You know, this world feels really weird. That's why. And if you're a millennial like myself, we're the heroes this time. So, whenever you want to, whenever you feel comfortable enough to join this fight spiritually, you know, whatever, you're welcome. You're welcome to join the squad. I'm going to keep this going because these people need a voice. The people need the people. The powers that be, they suck. They're not even cool. They're like, they suck. They're like, does anyone look at the powers that be like Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates and go, wow, they're awesome. They're so cool. I want their Jersey. No. No, no. And they own the media. So you don't hear anything bad about them. They're like the top donors, like NPR and stuff like George Soros. But the truth tellers are breaking this box. This podcast amongst many others are breaking the mold, baby. And we're taking our world back. So you can join the fight. Just subscribe to Jonathan Cogan show. Donate on Patreon because I don't want to have to activate the ads, but listen, I got to keep it going. But no matter what, I'm still going to be doing the same thing. I'm not a sellout. I never will be a sellout. I'm just going to tell the truth, tell it as it is, talk about the news that is not covered by the so-called news. It's bizarre that that's actually a gap in the market. Telling the truthful news is a gap in the market in 2022. That is so bizarre that that's a gap. You would think that that would be totally taken up, but there's really not even that much competition. It's so bizarre. It's wild, but whatever. We're going to fill that void forever if that's what it has to be because we got to represent the people in the four turning. That's really what it is. Go learn about it. Educate yourselves. If you know history, you'll realize things happen in cycles. This ain't new, baby. This ain't new. So again, if you haven't subscribed to the Jonathan Cogan show, please subscribe, to Spotify, Apple podcast, anywhere. Share the link in the, in the show notes, JSK.transistor.fm. Share with anybody. Um, and yeah. Let's try and reach every country of the world, reach more people. And thank you from the bottom of my soul, of my heart, of everything for listening, for being with me on this journey, for being a part of this apolitical movement and for for, for listening, for just listening. I mean, especially if you listen like every day or every couple of days, like that's crazy to me. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Never forget. Never forget. The people that we need sometimes need us. So let's be there for them. Have an amazing day, an amazing night, an amazing anything, wherever you are in the world. I love you. And I mean that. And there's a lot of other people that love you too. So don't give up. Build up some courage and share the pod. <laughs> We're in this together. hundred percent, a thousand percent. All right. I love you. Have an amazing day, an amazing night, an amazing afternoon. I'll be with you tomorrow. Subscribe to the Jonathan Cogas show. Peace out. Bye.